Welcome to the Rocks and Roots podcast. Fuck you to every goddamn restaurant. I had a Tuesday between the Shenandoah National Park and New Jersey. I'm one of your hosts, Tumbles. And to the left of me is... I'm cranky, but I'm not as cranky as you right now, apparently. (laughs) Everything is closed. So if you decide to do a day or section hike of the AT in any of these areas between Shenandoah and New Jersey, be prepared because your museums are closed. It is Tuesday. And most likely every fucking restaurant, except for the chains, are closed. Yes. So we hiked. This is a comedy of errors trip, which is still unfolding as a comedy of errors. That's right. Our goal was to finish, seriously, if that's what is making all of this traffic, I'm going to join you in murdering everyone. You heard it here, folks. (laughs) Was to finish the Appalachian Trail within the confines of the Shenandoah National Park from Bound, Brown, Bound, Brown, Brown, <laughs> Brown's Gap at mile 888.1 to Picnic, what is the Picnic South? 24 miles north. South River Picnic area, I believe, at mile 912. If that's 24 miles, okay. 12 plus 12 is 24. There we go. I'm math good. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I arranged... A shuttle, which, which we have used before. Stanimals. Fuck you, Stanimals. Rocks and Roots does not... If you're not- listening to this, I'm sorry, but shit, man. Yeah, no, that was stupid. Rocks and Roots does not recommend Stanimals. I don't know how their hostel is, but we do not recommend their shuttle. So first, I tried... <clears throat> yeah, that's what that was. Literally, two all of that cars. traffic was two cop cars and people were like, well, you what the cops are doing. So forgive us if you hear any background, it's just us driving. Uh, tried Nina's shuttles, but she was having family issues. So then I was like, all right, well, it's a hell of a lot more money. So we'll go with Stanimals. Arranged everything, everything is good. Good to go. This was a few weeks ago. Yes. Yeah called on Saturday just to confirm we're all good. Are we though? Are we? No, because flash, (laughs) you know, spoiler alert, we did not finish Shenandoah, the AT within the confines of Shenandoah National Park. I swear to God, whatever entity is above us in the clouds hates me because I don't like the park anymore. The first two times, great, this is a lovely site. I can't fucking stand this park. I, I want it to end. We've driven the whole fucking thing. We've almost walked the whole fucking thing. I'm done. Done. And I've said this many a time. And guess what? We still have to come back. I'm getting there. I, I've been up until this trip. I was like, the park is great. It's fine. Like, we're, we're going to do it. Now I'm, I'm starting to join you in your sentiments. Thank you. So Sunday night, Stanimals calls and says, Hi, hon, because they're Southern. Hi, hon, can we push it back to to 9 a.m.? Like, sure, great. We were supposed to meet them at 8 a.m. So that means Tumbles doesn't have to get to my house at 2 in the morning. That's right. Um, We can actually leave at 3.15, which for us is late. (laughs) We'll sleep in. So we get there. It was a lovely drive down. 
Yes. Um, get to South River Picnic Area. Actually, we pulled into the park, had to pay the stupid $30 because our America the Beautiful Pass expired. Thank you for re-upping that. You're welcome. And the federal government stole $30 from us. Yes. Um, 8.45 on the phone of Virginia 540 area code number pops up. It's like, oh, that's them. We don't really have good enough service to actually make the connection. But I bet they're there waiting for us. And isn't that nice of them to call and let us know? And be there early. Yes. Yes. So we were so happy. We that was the last time we were happy. <laughs> no, we, no were happy. we were okay. So we <clears throat> pull in, no one is there. That's okay. Because we were early. early. Yes. So I wrestled the phone to get service, walked up a hill, held it up to the sky, said a prayer, was finally able to get enough service to put a call through. Like, I'm so sorry, hon. Um, I'm going to have to push it back to 1040. 10.40. Yes. Two hours after we arrived. My other booking, like, did something happen, blah, blah, blah. You don't They're give a shit. You're yeah. not here. They're also down a vehicle. So we're like, shit, fuck that. She did offer, to her credit, to find someone, someone else. else for us. But by the time she finds someone else and then they get there, you're still looking at at least an hour. And, and we want to get started. Yeah, we're not good at sitting. <laughs> Either of us, we're, we're not good at, at sitting and waiting. Because we're in the park, we might as well start walking. So we decided to change our plans. Again. And I was excited because I was like, all right, we'll come back in June. That doesn't make you happy, but we'll It'll do it. It'll be fine. We'll do 10 miles to Pinefield Hut. We'll have a camp out. We'll have to backtrack 10 miles, which sucks. But it is what it is. Sunday, or Tuesday. Oh, yeah. 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 The- we'll go to Belgrove Plantation. We'll do some history shit. It's about an hour from the Elkton entrance to the park, Belgrove, mind you. Then we'll go to Gettysburg, because I found an awesome barbecue place with Mrs. Cranky in Gettysburg that I wanted to share with you as well. It's like, it'll be great. It'll we'll, be wonderful. We'll do history and meet on Tuesday. It'll be fucking great. All right. I'm excited. Well, we're well, not doing either of those today. Well, that was another spoiler. We're driving north and we're not doing any of this shit. So, Monday, we get to Brown's Gap. And we start walking. And I have to say, it was okay. Yeah. It was an okay walk. We were We were cruising. Out of Browns, it is a incline, but not too horrible. And then you hit and cross Skyline Drive. This is standard AT Shenandoah shit. You cross Skyline Drive twice within the first mile. You hit some plateaus. It was an awesome morning. Yep. Found a nice stream. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, you're, you're getting ahead of me. Oh, I'm sorry. Awesome morning. Awesome section of trail. I was coughing my brains out because I'm still getting over a thing but yeah it was great couple of overlooks nothing spectacular within the first few miles because it's the Shenandoah and we've seen it all and we had just done old rag which is amazing views yeah so it it didn't quite compare 
um, met a guy who had started, uh, when did, where did he start? He started at the beginning. Yeah, um, Rockfish. Yeah, the beginning of the park. And he was like, yeah, my wife told me to go find something to do for, like, a couple of months. So he was walking home to Massachusetts. Um, I, I, I don't know what's going on there, but, uh, hey, he's having a ball. So, found a spot for lunch. The 10 miles is gradual up and downs. There's not more than a thousand foot elevation change. We realize that we are out of shape as far as hiking is concerned. Yeah. Um, that needs to change if we're doing out west shit. Did come across a lovely stream about seven miles in. There's really not much. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like stuff to say about There's this section. Special really about it. It's between eight and eight eighty eight. eight, 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 eight. 888 and 898 it's 912 no we only did the 10 miles right yes you're right so at about 896 found the stream put our tootsies in it was nice and then we went uphill again um that was the first incline that was like oh shit this sucks um and you know every time we went downhill I, I was thinking damn it we have to now go up this and it's gonna suck yeah we hate backtracking and this trip reminded us why so if you want to if you're thinking of either doing sobo or nobo and you're a section hiker do nobo that yes way. yeah it's easier absolutely um there's a section there's another plateau about two and a half miles out that's kind of nice uh, there was a parking area that actually gave Benton... Oh, Myron Avery. Myron Avery. Yeah, that actually gave Myron Avery credit. Uh, new plant, Yellow Rocket, which is an invasive species. It's good for keeping insects away, but makes humans and animals sick. So I will post a picture. There we go. So that was my plant for the trip. I will say my plant after we tell our story. Okay. All right. Um, so we get to the shelter at around 2.30. And the shelter is Pine Field. Oh, thank you. Pine Field Shelter. It is point one off the trail. It is lovely. Yes. It's one of our favorite shelters to date. Um, what else? It has a nice stream right next to the shelter. In the back of the shelter, there's a meadow and... Um, there's a place to hang your bear bags. There's a bear box back there. Uh, there is a privy a couple of yards from the shelter. Tent sites are up a bit from the shelter. It's, I would say, point one. Yep. And, uh, yeah, it's very bucolic, really nice, absolutely no service. A good place if you had to do a zero, that would be a good place to do it. Right. If you wanted to take a Nero and just chill out for half the day, highly, highly recommended. So we, of course, like to have our time at the shelter alone so we can be stupid um, and build a fire and cook shit on the fire. Um, but there were people already there and we were there pretty freaking early. Yeah, we were there by two o'clock. Yeah. Um, we did pretty good as far as crushing miles yesterday for being out of shape. 
Yep. <clears throat> yeah, it was it was packed. There was um, a couple that was hiking. Their trail names were Meat and Cheese. Meat and Cheese. Meat and Cheese. We ran into the guy that we had run into earlier in the day whose wife kicked him out and he's walking home to Massachusetts. <laughs> there was another gentleman, which we will talk about him in a minute, and then there was another guy kind of hiking along with meat and cheese. Yeah. So, a good mix. These are all through hikers or very long section hikers. So, they've been around the block. Yeah. So, we were disappointed at first that the shelter was occupied because then you have to play the socialization game, which neither one of us felt like playing. But it ended up working out. I set up a clothesline. Um, you just I, went off into the stream, which I was went, awesome. I went into the stream, put my feet in, contemplated life for about a half hour. <laughs> uh, I helped one of the guys gather wood. So this is, I guess, where we started. This trip was more about the people we met than yes. the trail we did. So... This guy first clue that something's not quite right. No stove, like going stoveless. Which is fine. People Which is, go, yeah, that's people absolutely fine. Um, but as a result of going stoveless, you have to start a fire every to night. Build a fire. Yes. What a great movie, book, book, as book. So I was helping him gather firewood. <laughs> That was fine. Started talking to some of the other people. I was like, all right, so these people are good. Damn it. So, um, I had brought sausages because last time we did an overnight, my goal was to cook steak on the coals. This time the goal was to cook sausage. So started a fire. It counts this time, Tumbles, because I did my ferricium rod with the twine. Yes, Thank it you. counted. Yes, because it was outside, it was outside, so it counts. Yep. Thank you to you and your boyfriend for processing the twine. Our pleasure. Which was hilarious, because like half hour into that, you're like, what are we doing with this twine? I, it, was, it was therapeutic to do, I have to say. But it worked. No match fire, no lighter fire, just sparks and twine. It was fucking awesome. Uh, cooked up the sausages. They were great if you're interested in doing that. Um, time out. I'm, I will edit yes. this out. I'm trying to get the fucking restaurant, which is supposedly open, in your maps. <laughs> Blue. Not how. Oh my god. Blue. And. Not blur. This is all a blur. And. Gray. Gettys. Bar and Grill, it's right up top. There you go. Thank you. Yes. Alright, back, so, back to our regularly <laughs> to scheduled So if you're interested in doing that, you had a really good idea. Cut down the center so that they cook in the middle. Yes. But same thing as the steaks, right on the coals. Just keep moving them. Thank you for your titanium spoon. Oh, my pleasure. Um, worked out really good. So we hit those, sliced up some cheese. Cheese. It was an awesome appetizer. It was delicious. Um, so then, oh, no service. Yes. So after our appetizer, I went back up the trail about half a mile to get service. Had a lovely conversation with my wife 
and you started playing the social game and interacting with our shelter mates. That's right. So while Crank was chatting with Mrs. Crank, another hiker came trotting down the trail and um, apparently he knew a couple of the people who were staying in the area with us at night. So we get to talking. Nice, retired guy. Uh, He's done a lot of trails and we were talking about the waysides and when they opened and the camp stores in the park and when they opened and the gentleman the cold soap gentleman who doesn't have a phone says but it says here in the guidebook that the camp stores open in late March and he kept saying it we're like yeah, so they should be open. But it says late March. And then we kind of look at each other. And we're like, it's April 11th. And his eyes widened. He's like, oh my God. I've been out here for too long. He didn't know what day it was. Which is fine if you're off by a day or two. He was off by nearly a month. He was off by nearly two weeks. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It was insane. So we all had a kind of a chuckle about it. And then it got kind of late and I was wondering where the crank was. So I went to look for crank. Well, I want to talk about that. So there's being a purist. And I kind of like the idea of no phone in theory. And if you want to just go by the guidebook, that's great. But, I don't know, this dude is borderline dangerous if he doesn't know what day it is, what month it is. Um, And then, he was heavily relying... On other people. On other people. So you then become a burden to your... I hate this term. To your tramley... I mean, they were nice. They didn't seem to mind, but, like, they're booking all of his hostels. They're booking... They've only hiked with him for three days, I think. Okay. So, it was one of those things, I'm going to book here. It's in Elkton. It's about 10 miles up the trail. You know, basically, do you... They said, can we have in as well? Can you call for us? Which is fine, but it's, it's kind of frightening that you are out there and that disoriented... Not knowing what month it is. And yeah, there's being a purist and then there's being potentially dangerous. Mm-hmm. Don't don't be that one. So otherwise maybe nice people. Oh, absolutely. Just a bit concerning. Yes. So I ran into you coming back down the chair. Like, are you okay? Like everyone was wondering. It was like 45 minutes. I was like, oh, I don't know where he is. I'm gonna I think I know he's fine, but I'm just gonna check to make sure. Yeah, you had wood, you were going back to camp. Yes. So then it was my turn to play the socialization game, and I am quite proud of us that we have had enough life experiences between the two of us where we could interact with just about anyone. Yeah. Um, so the Massachusetts walking home guy saw my tattoo, and this is exactly why we get them, this is exactly what they're designed to do. Started a conversation... Um, 
So my tattoo, like, it can be interpreted as rather dark. That's what Mrs. Cranky interprets it. But it has Latin, um, one night awaits us all. So I was explaining this. They're like, wow, that's really dark. And I was like, no. Like, it just means I have about 80 years on this planet. Don't waste them. Oh, that's actually kind of deep. <laughs> this, this is what I got. And then it was like a half hour of tattoo comparisons, which was fucking awesome. Turns out he's a Marine. The guy with no phone is also a veteran. So that is largely why they were very quiet, very unassuming, very nice. People with skills tend to behave that way. Mm -hmm. um, and just generally nice to talk to and nice to be around. So I made, thank you, I made my Christmas gift. Oh, you're welcome. Um, Bushka's Kitchen. We talked about this in our Christmas gear haul episode. Wild boar, snow peas, a bunch of other stuff in there. I rate it a 9 out of 10 because it calls for 12 ounces of water. That was not enough. The meat was delicious, but the snow peas didn't cook and dehydrate properly but it was still amazing much much better than anything I've had from Backpackers Pantry or Mountain House so well done we will be investing in those in the future yes I have mine still waiting at home so I look forward to trying it so while Crank was making Mary down at the shelter I, I, I went on an intrepid adventure myself trying to look for fucking service so when I passed Crank he said that it was a quarter mile up he was able to get service. And mind you, I have no bars. I have nothing. We have the same phone and the same carrier. Yep. Yep, thanks, Verizon. You suck. <laughs> so I continue on. I'm like, usually when Crank says a quarter of a mile... It's like half a mile. It's like, a, it's like three quarters to a mile, all right? <laughs> so <laughs> I keep going. I'm like, this is fun. No, it's not. I keep going, and I keep going, and I keep going, and I start cursing at my phone. Because it would go to one bar of 1X. So I'm like, oh, good. And then it would go to nothing. And then it would go to 1X. And then it would go to nothing. And we played this game for the, another three quarters of a mile. So I ended up back on top of the goddamn mountain. A mile, nearly a mile and a quarter away from camp. Bonus miles. Uh-huh. And everyone knows how much I love bonus miles. So I said, this is stupid. I'm going to turn off my phone and turn it on again. That's usually the way everything works. Turn it off and turn it on again. It usually works. And by Jove, it worked. So I was able to get my phone call out to tell the world I'm alive. And a uh, peleated woodpecker didn't kill me. And um, yeah, I realized then at that point, Jesus, I am closer to the parking area three miles from camp than I am to camp. And I'm looking at the time. It's six o'clock. I'm like, mother of fuck. Then you gotta come back. You gotta make dinner. Yep, yep, yep. And as I was trotting down the trail, I turned on some music. I danced for the deer. It was, it was great. And then I found Cranky. Well, I ate my dinner and I was talking to people at the shelter and there was a huge fire going and I was like, oh, what the hell happened? I love how he's like all like enjoying himself and then all of a sudden he realizes I'm not there <laughs> so I was like I'm gonna go check on my friend and then I'll bring you firewood uh cause no phone guy like his thing is is making huge fires which was very very awesome it was Thank awesome you. yes um 
So I'm leaving, and the retired gentleman, I guess he didn't hear me, was like, before you go, where where's that woman that was with you? I was like, that, that's what I'm going to go check on. That woman. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. I never got his name. No. He never got ours. That says a lot. Anyway. Okay. So, ran into each other, gathered firewood, came back, you made your dinner, kind of semi-helped this dude make a fire. It was huge. There was like, like a tree yes. on the fire pit. <laughs> and then, like, we got desperate for wood and started putting on, there was like fresh, a fresh white pine branch that had fallen with green needles on it, which you put that on and just the needle, like, napalm, like, <sighs> so that was kind of cool. Not that I'm advocating anyone do that, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, more bullshitting around camp. I am starting to understand. I have made fun of it. I have kind of shit on the concept. I hate the term tramly, but these people were awesome to be around, and I could see if we were going for, like, a week, we would try and stick around them, and I am starting to understand why you people have tramleys. I get it. I apologize for my past past discretions. Past discretions of shitting on the (laughs) idea of a tramley. Alright. Um, so I had the best night's sleep that I have had in a while. Yeah, same. Because the stream is right there. And the fire was still going. So yeah, you had crackling fire, you had babbling brook. It's it like, like perfect ASMR. Yes, ASMR out, done. Um, tossed and turned in the night. I need a full length sleeping pad. Mm-hmm. I also need a lighter weight sleeping bag. It was warmer than I thought last night. I could have sure. gotten away with my summer season bag, but that's okay. Woke up at 4.30 and this is how you know we haven't done enough overnights in a while. <laughs> <clears throat> Change, did my privy stuff. Where's my food bag? Where's my stove? Couldn't find it. Nowhere to be seen. Not in the pack. Not anywhere in the shelter. I said, shit. Well, everyone's asleep. I'll go back to sleep for 15 minutes and then I'll worry about it in 15 minutes. Then I wake up. Six o'clock. Oh, fuck. I overslept. The scene from Home Alone. It was was the camp scene. If there was one in Home Alone. (laughs) We overslept. And then we I did realized, it again. <laughs> <laughs> then I realized, oh, I hung my food bag up on the bear pole like a good boy yesterday and completely forgot about it. Yeah. So we did really good. We were super efficient packing up. I was like a goddamn zombie going up to the privy. I nearly fell. It was great. <laughs> and I, it's like I was still asleep. So... I don't know. I started making animal noises. I don't know. I <laughs> felt the need to say, this is horseshit. I'm late. Uh, well, Maryland welcomes us. Oh, yeah. We're going over the Potomac. So, yeah. It was fine. Oh, God sorry, I missed that bit. Oh, no. It, it was amusing. Um, had breakfast and then started back to the car. And, yeah, again, there's not much to say. Just going up that first mile out of that shelter if you're going south is over a mile uphill and it sucks so if you are section hiking i don't know why you would section hike mile 888 to 898 i have no clue but if you are go northbound and then get yourself picked up don't backtrack it sucks um 
It was the third time I did that stupid fucking thing. Bonus miles. But we crushed it this morning. Yeah. Uh, we did 10.4 miles in like exactly four hours. Yeah, it's pretty good for us. Yes. So I was impressed. Not much to say on the way back. It was just the same thing. It's it's up, it's down. The stream was nice. There's more uphills going back, it seems like. Yeah. Um, so back to the car. And then the plan was to hit... Belgrove Plantation closed. Oh well, first we closed, closed, <laughs> closed, fucking closed everything. It's like being back in COVID times again. Um, the wayside we tried to go to the camp store closed. Closed. Tried to go to Belgrove Plantation closed. closed. Although you did write a hilarious parody of uh, Prince of Bel Air, a la 18th century. Yes. I'm not reciting it. Okay. Um, so we're like, all right, whatever. We'll go to, we'll just go to Gettysburg. We'll go to my awesome barbecue place. Closed. And then I said, all right, well, Crying said, why don't we go to just Carlisle's off of 81? It's right there. Oh, okay. There's this great place called 1794, the Whiskey Rebellion. And being history nerds as we are, we're like, let's do it. They don't open until four. And then I said, all right. Why don't we just go to our normal Cafe Bruges, awesome Belgian restaurant in Carlisle, closed until Thursday. I was about to throw the phone out the window. So, our tried and true, we are going to Gettysburg, and we're going to our bar in Gettysburg. The blue and the gray. Granted, there's a million places off of Route 81, but I refuse to eat garbage chain food this time after our Red Robin experience last time. Yep. So, um, oh, what was your plant? Oh, thank you. Um, my plant was actually purple dead nettle. At first, it looks like the plant self-heal, which is used for, as the name suggests, a bunch of healing, uh, on the body. It can be used as a poultice. It can be used to cure indigestion. It's like a magic plant. Yeah, I was excited to see it because the only other place I've seen it was in the Catskills. So I took a picture of it, naturally no signal, so I couldn't double check my work. And coming back to the car, I saw that it actually wasn't um, self-heal. It was purple dead nettle. They look very similar. Stinging, I'm sorry, not stinging nettle. Stinging nettle sucks. Um, Delicious to eat if you cook it right, but sucks if you get that shit on your fingers raw. Um, So... Self-heal has tiny purple flowers in a bud above all of their leaves. Purple dead nettle has tiny purple flowers in a bud, but the leaves are surrounding it. So be careful when you start to ID plants and understand the distinction. Yeah, because if you're thinking that's self-heal and you're using it as a poultice and it's doing nothing for you, except getting nettles in your shit. Actually, purple dead nettle doesn't have the stinging component as regular stinging nettle has. I think you just said that. I'm good. I'm driving. That's my excuse. Okay. Um, so we have nothing else to do, so let's make this go longer. (laughs) (laughs) 
And I want to share this because this is hilarious. So I guess this counts as our trail talk section. All right. Even though it was in the car on the way down. So I am reading. Tumbles got me a. Oh yeah. Tom- oh yeah. Yes. Yes. This will yes, be fun. Yes. Yes. This is fun. A Thomas Jefferson biography written in 1960 something. It's volume three of a four volume massive Jefferson collection written for the Library of Congress. It's hilarious. It's a biography of Thomas Jefferson that doesn't use the word slave until page like 180. Huh. Um, so there's a passage in there talking about Antietam Brewery. No, that's not what it's talking about, but we're just passing Antietam Brewery. We need to stop one day. Put it on the list for June. Everything on this trip that has been closed, <laughs> we're like, oh, we'll do it in June. June. So put it on the we're list never going to hike. We're just going to do everything that we wanted to do besides hiking. Which will be perfect for Mrs. Cranky. She'll love it. It'll be her favorite trip ever. <laughs> so there's a passage in there where Jefferson is writing to his daughter, Patsy. And he says, I regret that you were involved in the Randolph's Troubles. Intrigue? And I was like, what the fuck? So, like, all right. Randolph's were a childhood family friend. And his daughter married a Randolph. Mm -hmm. And he did mention that there was a dead baby involved. And then my ears perked up. Dead baby? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So I did a little more research... And it turns out that Nancy Randolph and Richard Randolph... Nancy is also known as Anne. Yes. Let's just make it more confusing for our listeners, eh? Well, it took me a while to keep track of all of these people. So Richard Randolph was married to another woman. Nancy was his cousin, because that was acceptable back then. Yeah. Ask Franklin and Eleanor Roosevelt. Fifth cousins. Yes. It is political gains marriage. Anyway, more than likely, um, they had an affair that produced a pregnancy. Oh shit! So scandal in the plantation class of 18th century Virginia. So they wrote poor Patsy Jefferson into their. They obviously can't go through with the birth. It'll it'll ruin the family. Blood was so they, they did anyway. I mean, here are your options. Give birth and ruin yourself and the family, or attempt to abort, have yourself killed, or or abort, kill the child, and let there be scandal. So you're fucked either way. Yeah, they, they chose option three. Oh, shit. So they wrote poor Patsy Jefferson into getting them laudanum, and one night all the candles go off, no one is allowed in Nancy's room. The laudanum comes up. No one in or out. And she's screaming. Still no one in or out. The next morning, the bed is stripped, but there is a bit of blood on the pillow. And then there's blood on the molding going down the stairs. And a slave reported out by the wood pile because they were reshingling the roof. This is Bizarre Plantation, by the way, so a very appropriate name as well. Um, 
He saw a baby corpse. <gasps> dun dun dun! <laughs> baby corpse. So there is enough circumstantial evidence to have a trial. So everyone gets their ducks in a row. And Nancy and Richard, co-defendants, are um, defended by Patrick Henry and who else? There's another famous guy that defended them. Oh, yeah. Um, shit, what was his name? Patrick Henry and it was this older guy. Yeah, uh, whatever. We'll put it in the show notes, maybe. So it's Patrick Henry. Y'all know who Patrick Henry is. Give me liberty or give me death, signer, declaration like governor of Virginia blah 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 so slaves are not allowed to testify in court at the time so the dead baby corpse evidence is not admissible it would be hearsay anyway but it's not admissible at all the only real evidence that the state of Virginia had was circumstantial and then a witness claimed, one of the servant girls claimed she saw Nancy and Richard, um... Cavorting. Cavorting, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And Patrick Henry just ripped her apart, like he turns to the... It was a panel of judges, not a jury. Mm-hmm. And he said, good lord, deliver us from eavesdroppers. What eye did you use in the keyhole, madam? You're left or right? And like the judges start laughing and... Um, case dismissed but it ended up ruining everyone's life except for Nancy Nancy. (laughs) (laughs) or Anne if you will she ends up moving north Uh and marrying Governor Morris now a very interesting history about Governor Morris who lived in the area of Westchester County, which is now the Bronx. Governor Morris had a peg leg. Oh, this I did not know. And the story goes is that in Philadelphia, when Governor Morris was with the Continental Congress, right? He was with the Congress? Yes. Okay. So what had happened was he himself was cavorting with a married woman. Jesus. And we thought, all of us thought, they thought, we thought, that this woman's husband was away on business. Lo and behold, the husband comes home early, and he is said to have jumped out the window and get his leg run over by a carriage. And thusly, he now has a wooden leg. So I think, and I hope you agree with me, Cranky, that Anne and Gouverneur are meant to be together. In marital bliss. Yes, it sounds like they were two peas in a pod. Yes. Didn't he also finance the revolution, like get all the loans together and come up with the monies? Governor Morris was a jack of all trades. He was known to have been in, um, in terms of financing, good question. You're probably correct, but my mind is going right towards the French Revolution when he was said to have lived in France during the revolution. And then after all the bourgeoisie were hanged, he was said to go looting in their homes and steal a bunch of shit and bring it home to America. 
That's awesome. Governor Morris is a badass. Not only that, but Governor Morris in 1811 was part of a committee to create the New York City grid system. Oh, nice. Yes. Well, thank you, because I didn't know any of that. I just had learned about the scandal. So that's awesome. So the but, son, Louis, like the Lewis Morrises, mm-hmm. were a little bit more uh, straight edge. Straight edge, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, legit. <laughs> um, so Bizarre Mansion, we looked it up, is now a plaque on the side of a highway. It is gone. Um, so yeah, I found that. So if you want to go to the Piggly Wiggly and God knows where the fuck Bizarre <laughs> is, most likely on the side of the Piggly Wiggly, it says, "Here lies the once great estate of Bizarre." So this is, like, fascinating because the story is has all the elements. Sex, murder, baby murder. Like, this is a really interesting story, story that you is. would think everyone would know about. But no, the plantation class managed to kind of keep a lid on it throughout the rest of the 18th century. All, as Jefferson referenced, was I regret that you got involved with their... Um, troubles. Shenanigans. Yeah, and it's this is not a mainstream story, but it should be because it it's freaking really interesting. So, and I just came across it in I, how many biographies of Jefferson have we read? Three to four, Each. easily. Yeah, and nothing, nothing until this massive work where in four volumes you can cover all these like little details. Um, just ran across it and we learned fascinating stuff that we are sharing with you you're welcome um so i think that is all we have we are planning to come back in june mrs cranky is going to slack pack us and we're going to do civil war shit so you get to listen to more history stuff lucky you guys yes um we are thinking of doing a uh, the rocks and roots dead baby tour oh yeah of 2022 because there's that dead baby. Yes. And then out by us uh, yes. in Hunterdon County at the Sourlands, which is another site for mountain biking, hiking, running. We're definitely doing this because All right. we need to We start, need to do the dead baby tour. We need yes, we need to do the dead baby tour, but we also need to start training and running and shit for wet out west. Yes. Um Charles Lindbergh, who I believe accidentally killed his son playing a prank on the wife like oh my god the baby's gone it's a kidnapping which he had done before i think he put the ladder up to the window snatched his own kid slammed the kid's head on the windowsill and dropped it and then yeah. it was like oh shit i'm charles Lindbergh. i can't <laughs> have killed my own son <laughs> blame this german guy we hate the krauts except he didn't hate the krauts charles Lindbergh was one step away from being a full-blown Nazi himself. All right, well. Um, but he dumped the body in the Sourlands. And my family history, the legend has it that There's my... There's intrigue in the cranky household. Yes. That my grandfather's grandfather was a painter painting houses in the 1930s and near Hopewell... And his worker had to take a leak and went off into the fields near the Sourlands and came back and said, boss, there's a dead baby in the woods. So we'll go check it out. 
All right. I, you know, there's another spot which I just thought of, actually right by the Appalachian Trail. That's right near Pine Grove Forest. Right here, near Pine Grove Forest, where uh, a father killed three of his daughters. Yeah. So if you have any suggestions out there to add to, to the Rocks and Roots Dead Baby Tour 2022, please <laughs> oh let us know. There is a French and Indian War um, baby, but I don't think the baby's dead. I think the baby was just in the haversack. Does that count? None of it's not dead. Well, it's dead now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can it be babies who grew up but are now dead? No, because that's everybody. Not everybody. Well, that's like... <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, no, I, I suppose there's... So they need to they need to have been killed. Okay. Right? Yes. Okay. We're so... We're a little happy here. Yes, we're a little punchy from the, the comedy of errors and we are history nerds and this is, I don't know, it's it's We try to make it interesting for everyone. Yes. Um that's all I have. We are interviewing if he oh, yeah, wants to right. come on after listening to this episode. Kyle O'Grady Wednesday again because he is going to be leaving for the PCT. We actually have a couple of uh, wonderful guests coming on the show. We are pretty much taking a bit of a hiatus from hiking. Um, apparently, late April and May uh, are the months of weddings, so I am wedding it up. I'm not getting married. I'm going to weddings, so uh, that's what's going on. So we'll be doing interviews. Maybe we'll do an episode or two doing concert reviews. We have a shit ton of concerts coming up. And we will be doing morning quick hikes in our areas so but as far as AT shit or major hikes not till June, June. sorry y'all so alright I'll do the plugs because I always suck at them okay so um everything is gonna be in the show notes I'm so sick of plugging our shit we're on Instagram we're on TikTok we're on YouTube the only thing that I'm gonna push is our Patreon um we would love it if you would contribute just a few dollars a month to um, our Patreon as it does pay for the Podbean account as well as the, our Zoom account. And I think that is it. So, until... Uh, well, we're recording it tomorrow. You'll hear it next week. Ciao. Ciao.